guys, welcome to Speed Skates to Parties with your host, Dade Minert. It's the podcast about everyday training life, the social aspect of being a student athlete, and everything that comes with that. And today, I have a very good friend of mine and an also fellow provincial team skater, Annika Marshall. How are you today? I'm dandy. How are you? <laughs> dandy, I like that. Alright, so to start off, how about you tell everyone just a bit about yourself? There's not much. I just go to school and I skate and I sleep and I annoy people, I guess. Alright, so let's get right into this. I know you originally played hockey. How long did you play hockey for? I don't even know. A couple well, of years. <laughs> like six, five or six years. Five or six years? Nice. Okay, so you started off with that and I know... When you first five entered years. the club, five years, awesome. When you first entered the club, you were doing both. Uh-huh. Don't recommend but... doing that. <laughs> Just pick one. But what made what made you start off start out with speed skating? Like, what got you into the club? There was a commercial on TV, and I saw it, and my mom's like, "You should go try that." So then I went and watched. I think we were hosting like a Canada Cup. And I went and watched that, and then my mom's like, you know what, just try it. And I went out one night, and it was like minus 40, and I was out there for an hour and a half in my hockey skates, and now I'm here. You saw a commercial? Yeah, there was like a SaskTel commercial when people were actually promoting the sport, and now they've just kind of given up. That's wild, because I've only seen one speed skating commercial, and it was in the States, and it was an Uber commercial. No, this one had, like, Juliet in it, and, like, uh, Lucas. And so some so of those was, skaters... Like, a while ago. A while ago, yeah, at least. About four or five years ago, four or five, a while yeah. ago. <laughs> okay, that's what you meant by commercial, just, like, a TV spot of the club athletes. It was, like, a preview sort of Yeah, okay. Sort of Sort of. So then, how long did it take from when you entered the club to stopping hockey altogether and just focusing on speed skating well like i was skating like playing hockey and skating in grade seven and then in grade eight my parents are like this is too expensive you have to pick one (laughs) so i then had to make a decision and i was like you know what i'm not ever gonna go anywhere with hockey so i was like you know what we'll give it a whirl yeah with that october birthday this (laughs) it's not really behind you for hockey no but it is in skating so yeah it's it's that quality birthday it's a good one yeah and for people that don't know um lots of sports that's a really shitty shitty birthday um but in skating it's the cutoffs in june i think it's like june 30th or 31st yeah so days are in june both me and Anika have october birthdays and you're essentially a year older than what it says you are, so it's a little bit of an advantage, but then once you hit junior, which everyone hits, it it kind of stops. So, like, I'll be 16 in October, but, like, if I was still in, like, an age category, I'd be competing as a 15-year-old. Mm-hmm. But now there's really no age categories. Yeah, and then, yeah, with that train to train, it starts at 11 for girls, mm-hmm. and then it goes up to 14, and then you become a junior, and then for guys, it starts at 12 to, to 12 to 15, which I just got out of. But I'm 16 and turning 17, so that October birthday helps. Um, and then you've been skating for four or five years now? Five. Starting, Starting five. Starting five. Look at that. We can count to five. A good start. Woo! Good start. Going into grade 11 can count up to five. That's good. Good sign. Um, okay, so you've been skating for about five years, and I just wanted to know, what is it about speed skating that keeps you training? Because now you've kind of transitioned into that national level athlete caliber and going to Canada Cups. You are the small fish in the pond, so am I. You know, Canada Games Year is coming up, so what is keeping you training and focused? I don't really know. I think it's just like, I like it too much to stop, and I don't know what I'd do if I... I'd do if I did stop. So, I guess that's keeping me going, but like, I just like it. 
It's I just fun. like it. Just fun. Is it? I, I mean, mean, it's not on Tuesday. That wasn't fun. It was like forty degrees outside, and Tim's making us do like wind sprints. But you know, besides that, it's fun. So other than it, it's you said it's fun. What makes it fun for you? Some of the people. The people mostly. Yeah, and it's just like I, it's like one of those things. Like it's like if you have like a bad day, you can just like go skate, and you're like, oh, I'm better. Yeah, definitely. Like an escape. That's what it'd be. For sure, yeah, and that that's the way it is for me, too, is it's just, like, not so much for short track, because short track's pretty crazy. I like my space. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's like, don't get in my way. Too many um, elbows. That's true, and butts. It's way too many butts in your face. Like a pursuit, your butt is right there. Yeah, it's oh like, okay, we need to be aerodynamic, so just get real friendly with them. You're like, okay, coach. I'm not really fond of this guy, but okay. <laughs> 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 the team needs it, so yeah, you gotta, you gotta go. gotta take one for the team. Although ev- everyone on that team's taking one for the team. It's like, yeah, I don't really like skating behind your ass, but I'll just do it. You're one of the best female uh, speed skaters in the province right now. So, and you mostly train with the guys, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of guys that are high-level athletes in our club. And like I said in the last episode, pretty much the provincial team is just Saskatoon, except for the one guy from Ustra. <laughs> Go Mark. Yeah, let's go Mark. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to ask, what is it like training mostly with boys? And do you find it more motivating to be training with us? <laughs> or is it like, fuck, I have to come to training with these guys again? Well, some days I'm like, oh my god, these guys are so annoying. I can't <laughs> handle them. And Tim's always telling me, like, oh, you got, like, he almost makes me like the mom of the group. But it's like, I'm not trying to be the mom. But at the same time. Nobody else will. That, yeah, that's true. Kaylee will just be like, guys, shut up. <laughs> Kira goes, boys are awesome. Yeah, and then Kira's like, like, woo, whatever. boys. And you're like, oh, God. But, like, from a training point of view, like, on Tuesday, it was Dylan was, like, one of the only guys there. And so Tim was like, you either can do five or you can do six. And I was like, Dylan, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to do six. And I was like, I'll do six. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's like they help push me, I guess, without doing anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess because, like, yeah, Tim makes us do usually the more sets because older or faster and then yeah i guess training with a majority of boys with that are high caliber that are national level caliber athletes i would say would benefit you as well just Mm -hmm. because i know in training tim's always like skate with them skate with them Mm -hmm. um so that you know and then marsha hudy does the same thing with the sprinting she trains with the guys for the sprint training because that's what helps her push herself even faster because she's trying to keep up with them um i don't know if that's the same thing with you if you're on ice trying to keep up or just trying to mimic the technique and stuff like that Mm, i don't know i guess it's both both yeah so would you do you find it more motivating or is it just more of a like a all right fuck i guess i'll go i'll (laughs) i guess i'll train the one step up and work my ass off to just keep up with them because well like i know that if i don't train with like the guys and push myself like that i'm not gonna go very far yeah for sure yeah. i know like as like a personal goal i want to go as far as i can in the sport and know that i did my best but like if i don't push myself i'll never know what my best was if that makes mm-hmm. sense yeah no for sure so, yeah it's, yeah, it's just thing. just that one thing that keeps you pushing where you totally could just be like oh i'll just skate with the girls and you know i'm i'm the fastest out of them but then it, it it's a different dynamic when you go from being the fastest in a group to then you know, on the bottom end of a group, and then yeah. trying to trying to keep up. And like the guy, like the I'm not gonna say like the top, but the higher level skating guys are all like within like the same range, and their times are pretty close. Mm-hmm. But there's four f- four or five girls in the whole province in like yeah. 
the age group that I'm in. Well, now there's more, but there's not very many. And so, but our, all of our times are so spread out. Yeah, so for sure. It's kind of hard to like compare yourself, but if you just like push yourself, then you're always going to be going. You give people the minimum, so you can only go up. <laughs> but if you give them the maximum, you go plummeting down to the bottom. <laughs> so you got to... Wise words for Monica. <laughs> you got to go up. Go up. Don't go down. <laughs> yeah, like, like you said, we really don't have that many girls anymore because... You know, Liv, who was the top skater, is, is no. now in university and and re- I'm gonna use retired with air quotations. <laughs> you but can't see them, but they're there. They are there. <laughs> and then you know you have Vanessa, who really I wouldn't say shows up a lot to training. Well, she's um, in Greece right now. Oh, okay, that would be she, why. No, she's, she's in Germany. She's in Germany on exchange or something. Okay, that would probably be why she's not showing up to showing yeah. up because she's across the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> So, yeah, and then you're at the front. Like, but this is, like, the top for short track, and then there's yeah. long track. Which yeah, I and then there's the huge scale of you guys that are juniors, because what are the juniors now? Brianne, Vanessa. Callie-Ann, me, Kaylee, Heather, Shannon, and Jane, and Molly. So there's nine of us that mm. I'm aware of. Nine, yeah, and then really there's only the top four, like... And that's literally probably all of the girls that are going to go to Canada Winter Games. Yeah, it's because they're... The only juniors the and, and they're ones. they're eligible, um yeah because then there is that little break of the pack kind of halfway through that oh and Emmy you know, yeah and Emmy too so ten ten yeah so there's there's ten eligible juniors to go to the Canada Games and then I guess another question that I can ask is you know you kind of have a leadership role in that being one of the fastest people oh god uh, I yeah. Do. So, like, explain that dynamic, because I know that you explain the dynamic with training with the guys. What's it like when you do train with the girls? Because obviously there are some workouts where Tim says, yeah, they're doing a 5K workout. You're not going to skate a 5K. I sure so hope skate- I'm never skating a 5K. Sk- I did one, and I was like, never again. Dad, don't make me do that again. Dad, that was terrible. Please, please don't. Stop. Um... So you know he mass start too. Oh god, that's that's not even that's <laughs> I, not I know. even hard. That's I that's ISU five no, days. I was skate with Josh Myberg and then he dropped me after two laps and I was like, thanks. Well, only twelve more to go. <laughs> thanks. Ten more to go. <laughs> I, yeah. In a twelve lap race and he skated yeah, two okay. and someone else. There's ten more to go. Grade twelve guys still struggling <laughs> with simple. Adi- uh, we <laughs> can get to five though. That is all that's that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> so yeah, like. We do split up the workouts um, depending on that stuff because some of you girls can't keep up with us for some of those yeah. workouts. So then what's that training dynamic like with, with the girls? It's definitely not as competitive. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, obviously, like, it's competitive for sure between me, Kaylee, and Vanessa. Yeah. I definitely say <laughs> I laugh more when I skate with the guys because there's more... They're ten times goofier than... <laughs> but me and Kaylee, when we're together, oh my god, that's a shit show sometimes. Oh my god. Like, going to Castle Mountain, we laid on the floor and cried for, like, five minutes because of we were playing cards and I flipped something over and it was just like, I lost it. It was so funny. And I uh, don't know what it was. But yeah, no, I totally agree with you on that, that competitive aspect. Because um, I would say the guys are incredibly competitive with us because there's you know there's Jackson Brad Dylan and I in that kind of and, and Josh. Josh yeah sorry Josh I love you and Mark um, and Mark too when he comes. well when he comes and when we do end or up training with him but the five of us in Saskatoon all know that Mark is training his ass off so we're all training to beat frantically him. training here but yeah too. so I and just my opinion on it is that it's it's super competitive everyone wants to just crush the other person and then but it's also a funny like dynamic because it's like we all want everyone to do the best that they can 
but we all want to just crush the other person. It's a love-hate friendly competition with extreme competition. Yeah. There's a lot of things going on, mm-hmm. but it's fun. Yeah, and that, that's one interesting dynamic about skating, too, is because it's, it's an individual sport, but you also have really, really close friends and, like, a second family, almost, because you're training with them so much. Yeah, you train and, as a team, you travel yeah. as a team. It's, yeah. So, you are an individual, and you step on the ice, but then, you know, you're cheering everyone else on on your team. <laughs> you got the whole, the whole province yeah. of skaters... Standing on the side, yeah, yelling, just yelling at, at you. you. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like, when it comes to that team, like, the team pursuit and the team sprint, although we don't do team sprints yet. But with yeah. that team pursuit, it's an, an awesome dynamic of it's not an individual sport anymore. You know, you're all working together. And that's why I love the teams, the team pursuit so much is it's... crazy to watch. Oh, my it's, God, I can't handle it. It's whack. It's whack. It's not whack. It's whack. It's, it's controlled chaos. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's exactly what it is. But thank God we're out of the relays now for long track, which was just the stupidest thing. 300-meter mass start. Yeah, shout out to the 300-meter mass start, which is the stupidest long track race ever to exist. Especially when you it's start the opposite foot. can get foot. off the start yeah, it's like, and survive the corner. Yeah, if you have a good start and you're going first into the corner, there's a large percentage of a chance that you're going to win that race, whereas any other race, if you start really good and you get into the corner first... You could come dead last, which is a nice, <laughs> a nice dynamic for people that don't have the best start or get boxed in off the start every time. So then there's like yeah. quarterfinal, semifinal, no heats, quarterfinal, semifinal, final. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, sorry, we didn't get this one person's time. Re-race. And we're like, please no, no. Let's, let's not do that. Let's just not do the 300 at all. And I know for anyone else that Speedskates that's listening probably knows that struggle too. Or if you're crazy and you love that race, good on you. I don't know how. That's Why impressive. Why you do? It's not even ISU. Anyways, <laughs> What's continue. the point? It's long track. <laughs> so then kind of a more, you know, in-depth question and serious question is how do you deal with the fact that speed skating really is only in the spotlight of the sporting world around, you know, every four years when the Olympics come along? Because it's, it's challenging with sponsorships and trying to get money to, to compete and keep on going in your sport when people really only watch it every four years. I feel like it's becoming a more popular sport to watch, though. But at the same time, it's not very popular in like, mm-hmm. North America. Anyways. Yeah. I know in like Europe, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's huge. It's crazy there. And in, in, in the Netherlands, where they're like, yeah, that, they just like, get that's absolutely hobby, drunk like, and go to skating meets and just go crazy. Like, yeah, they're, that's, their, that's their equivalent to hockey yeah and like lacrosse there but here it's just like it's it's pretty low on the list like lots of people you ask is like do you know anything about space game like what i think in the province i want to say we're lucky if we have like what 600 skaters throughout the whole province i'd say we have a like from like learn to skate to masters yeah okay well if you're including the entire province our club how many club members do we have 400 500 no no? We have like three hundred. Oh, never mind. Well, I got that terribly but wrong it's in the, the podcast. the biggest club oh, no. in the province. Well, yeah, because Regina has like forty members now. Well, it also doesn't help that like we've got the Delayers, which are three people in one family, and then we've got like the Vemans who have every single child in there, and then like the Englishes who all have younger siblings. Yeah. And, like, it's a generation thing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it's we don't have that many people in the province skating whereas you look at Quebec and Quebec is huge about skating um even Ontario is I wouldn't say bigger they just have more people that are that are skating 
their numbers too. Like their overall like numbers in the province are way higher than ours. Like oh yeah, people. So like they're obviously gonna have more people in the province skating, but it's also a lot harder to be at the top mm-hmm. in the province because there's three so, times as many yeah. skaters there than there are here. Mm-hmm. For sure, and like. One thing that's that's difficult about the whole, you know, skating only really getting into the spotlight every four years is as you progress in the sport, you need money because it gets expensive. And oh then God. trying to get sponsorships, you know, like, I speed skate. And they're like, oh, What's okay. What's that? Yeah, what, is, what is that again? Is that where you race on skates and ice and stuff? Why the hell would you do that? Is it like Red Bull Crash? I get that question. I got that question at work. Is it like Crash Dice? Honey, no. Not even close. It's similar in the fact there's ice... And skates, but that's about... No uphill, no downhill, no drop-the-shoulder body. Actually, no right a little turns. bit of that in short track. No right turns, only left. Never right, always left. Here's uh, to Yeah, Norway. shout out to the song, Here's to Norway, which is about our sport, which yeah, is amazing. Yeah, go give that a listen. You'd have a good understanding of what actually goes on. Facts. Underneath, not yeah. underneath. <laughs> <laughs> behind the scenes yeah go hit up on spotify i don't know if it's on itunes it's but it's on, on spotify it's on spotify it's on youtube go hit up the song here's to norway uh it's this norwegian national team guy that basically made and a song about speed skating after yeah he so got insane amount hit us up so really we just need to actually listen to uh make a song about skating and hopefully get some funding um but yeah because it's it's frustrating because i've thought about sponsorships and talk and trying to ask people and then it's like the the whole thing of them being like you're a speed skater from Saskatchewan. Why? Why would we give you stuff? So that's that's definitely a frustrating thing on that. I think that's difficult about the whole the whole skating thing in general, and just also the fact that that the Canadian Speed Skating Association doesn't get a lot of funding either, yeah. just because it's not a huge sport. Well, like we have like three main sponsors. It's like Kia, Intact Insurance, and then it was Apogee, but now yeah, it's Leaning or something. It's yeah. a it's a Korean or yeah. it's an Asian company that that makes the suits for the national team now and it's it's still not a lot of funding considering intact and kia do all the funding for all of the national teams in Mm -hmm. canada yeah and it's and obviously more certain sports get more than others but like i honestly don't complain about fun like i don't complain about the funding that we get because now that it's like provincial team, you get yeah, you get more, more money. But it's still, like I don't have to in the pay grand scheme of things, but my parents would yeah, certainly the, the, like the ovals five thousand dollars, and of course you know SASA is helping us out um with but with that. you only get the funding from SASA if you meet the time yeah. standards, though. which is so, like, which is a good change the that time they made. Standard, you don't get funding for however many years you don't like until you get that time standard, you don't have funding. So if you don't get f- make those time standards for seven years, that's it's, that's a lot of money. Thirty five hundred. Or thousand, a lot of money. Thirty-five thousand. Thirty-five thousand. Yeah, and it's with the SASA making the time standards. I think is a really smart idea because that way yeah. they're only funding people that will get will get it and want. To do yeah, the and work. that way they can get more money because I think it's thirty-five hundred dollars that they're getting. And it promotes the club that way because then you're still you're not in the SASA club but you're still associated with them. Yeah. And so you're not not skating for them but you're still representing representing kind of once you're at the oval you're part of like six clubs at that point yeah you're you're representing a lot of people (laughs) once you're at the oval (laughs) but yeah definitely it's and it's it's sad to see that like national team level athletes for for long check i know have have to work separate jobs and are like i know marsha hudie had like she had a kickstarter so she could actually go to the to world cup circuits because she needed more money and because we're not getting the funding. Whereas you look at hockey and the yeah. Canadian hockey, they get so much funding, they don't even have to worry about it. Yeah. So it's, that's one. I'm going to start my bottle drive right now. <laughs> yeah. 
Hit me up on my Kickstarter page. No, just <laughs> Go fund me. Go fund me. Hit me up. But yeah, that's that's the one struggle I'd say. The biggest struggle is getting the sponsorships and that extra money to help you yeah. help you progress with with the whole skating. But then again, if you get like four small sponsors, but they're like constantly mm-hmm. yeah that contributing, helps too. That's probably better than one big sponsor that you only get like X amount of dollars every year. But if you yeah. get like little like two hundred dollars a month or whatever, yeah, for sure sponsor, that that helps because that just keeps a, it up. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So one pain in the ass thing about skating and in recent years, but really it's been in all sports forever now, is the whole the whole doping and performance enhancing uh, aspect of the sport. And it's been huge in skating lately and they're cracking down on it or trying to. But what's your whole opinion on the whole doping aspect of sports? And also to add to that, the whole Sochi Russian scandal as well. Personally, I'm never gonna dope because I can like if I were to podium at a national event and I were to be doping, I would honestly turn myself in because I I wouldn't be able to stand there representing my country. Yeah. And be proud that I cheated my way to the top. Yeah. I would not. I wouldn't be able to sleep. I wouldn't be able to eat. Like I, I I'd turn myself in honestly. Mm-hmm. But if you want to dope and you want to cheat, go for it. Just don't ask me to do it. But if I know you're doing it. Yeah. I'm turning you in. I'm probably gonna turn you in. Yeah. So. Go do whatever you want. Just don't get me involved, cause mm-hmm. I don't want to look like the bad guy yep. turning you in. And if you want to cheat, fill your boots. Yeah, for sure. Just, and I mean, yeah, with... I know people do it too. So it's not like it's definitely out there. Not mm-hmm. necessarily in our age group, mm-hmm. but like at the na- at the at international like, stage yeah. for sure. Um, like there's the Russian guy that was doping, like Pavel Kuneskov or whatever the hell his Russian name is. Yeah. Um, and he was doping on. At the time, it wasn't in a, a banned substance, but it was a performance enhancer. And he be, broke Jeremy Watherspoon's world record. who was a Canadian skater. And it was set from 2007 to 2016, which is crazy. That's a fairly long time to have a world record. And then a little bit later, it got banned. The substance that he was on got banned. So then Pavlel... You're still tested but, for that. Yeah, and they, they tested him, but there was not an, And they said there was not enough... Um, amount of drugs in his system to pass the threshold of when it's when it's considered performance enhancing which I thought was kind of bullshit because I'm like well he said the world a record performance enhancing drug is a performance enhancing yeah. drug you take it to enhance your performance you're mm-hmm. not taking it so you can do something else so I feel like if there's any even ibuprofen if there's any system, traces like, yeah you should know that you're probably mm-hmm. doing something wrong yeah because with the Canada Games year upcoming we had to go through a, a whole doping and performance enhancing presentation and we'll have to do another one again no we just take do we just do the one one and done well but will we have to do one once we make the canada games i mean we go through and into the like saskatchewan's like you know how oh yeah because they put all of team yeah they put all of team sask in a room and then they'll probably do a presentation and my guess is they'll do a doping doping thing to be like guys don't do this um but we had to like our doping guy was from sask sport and he came up with like as long ass sheet of everything that's banned. No, and that was just cold medicines. Yeah, that was yeah, that was cold that medicines. That was cold medicine. We that had was a even actual front doping. And back thing. It was on wild. What can and it's and like can't take. the differences of like ibuprofen cold and then was banned, but then ibuprofen cold and sinus was good and it's like but stuff it's like, like that. It's just crazy. Like, and there's like you can take this like Tylenol extra strength daytime, but you can't take like Advil extra strength daytime. Because yeah, it's got some something else in it or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like and you also have to like document what you've been taking mm-hmm. or at least i am anyways because like if i get a headache i'm not just gonna sit through it i'm gonna chug back the water and pop some advil yeah get over it but then like say that was like four months prior to the games it could still be in your system mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I, so I'm, like, if you document it, they'll be like, oh. That's yeah, for sure. If you have the proof of being ago. like, okay, I took this this day because I had a headache and it was five months prior to the games. It's like that's what you're doing. Like I'm, I'm definitely gonna get another sheet that has all the doping stuff on it because I'm yeah. pretty sure I lost it. Um, <laughs> I definitely did. Um, too. just before the game, so like a month prior, I'm not gonna take anything. I know there's that's like, banned. There's like certain protein powders you can't use. Yeah. And there's certain supplements you can use. Well, and, and that like, whole like protein powder and supplements oh, thing is a super risky game because there's like an official like label that has them, the but then some other people like powder it gets stuff. Is sport approved. Is it? Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll have to That's hook me I up use. some of that stuff. Because, um, yeah, and then some companies, like, come up with a logo that looks very, very similar just to try to, like, get past that, which I think is stupid. It's, like, just get your shit certified. But, yeah, it's definitely, it's a, it's a frustrating aspect of sport that it's it's cheating, obviously, but it's almost, you're not only cheating the sport, you're cheating yourself, right? Because, like, like you said, of getting to that top of that podium, knowing that you were cheating and that you were taking performance-enhancing drugs and that, that wasn't a solid effort, um, a whole natural effort. It, like, I don't know how you could live with yourself. Like, Lance Armstrong, I don't know how you could live with himself and, yeah. and continue to, and continuously say that he wasn't doping and say, yeah, I'm the best cyclist on that, and then really make a huge profit off of off of a lie doping really is honestly just like an easy way out like mm-hmm. the people that are gonna win are on more or less likely the ones that are putting in the extra effort not the ones that are taking mm-hmm. the easy way out because there there is no easy way no it's blood sweat and tears that <laughs> gets you to the top and that's that's basically yeah anything really and then with that whole thing of people that aren't willing to put in that work and that just don't want to put in those blood, sweat, and tears, they are more likely to dope. They are more likely to cheat because that's the easier way up because it, it gives you an edge on everyone else when you could be training, you know, half as much as someone and then but outperforming them twice as much with those drugs. So that's definitely a, definitely a frustrating thing. And then with the whole Russian doping scandal in Sochi, that was... That was that was just insane how they organized You're hosting, that. And your whole country gets banned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please explain how that works. You know it's a it's a problem when you have a like a federal run doping doping uh scandal. Scandal and just like basically you have all your athletes doping and the fact that you have the KGB and like special rooms set up so that you can swap out samples, and it's... They put way too much effort into that. Well, yeah, and, like, like the back, the whole thing was, like, well, we want to be hosting. We had a terrible performance in Vancouver, so we don't want to just dope up until the games. We want to dope through the games so we can get the best results possible, and it's, like, that's awful. And, I mean, you've watched Icarus on Netflix, have you? Nope. Okay, watch My it. My dad has, though. Watch it, yeah. So, to anyone that wants more information about the whole Russian doping scandal... There's a Netflix uh, documentary about it called Icarus, as in like the Greek guy that flew too close to the sun, and it has it follows How the because really Russia flew really close to the sun with the whole doping thing, and then they uh, they got burnt and it fell down. Oh, clever, yeah, clever. Yeah. See, my English teachers have taught me something to analyze and to look deeper. <laughs> I should probably actually speak <laughs> English with a teacher and not online, but. <laughs> That's okay. But yeah, like, it's crazy because they, they actually have the guy that was running the WADA facility during the Sochi and that was the anti-drug guy. He actually comes out and talks about the whole Russian doping scandal and he helps this guy dope to see, because he, he wants to see how easy it is to get past the systems. So he gets this WADA guy to help him dope and not get past. It's a fantastic doc- documentary and it's very intriguing. So if you guys want more information about that whole doping scandal... For sure, go give that a go give that a watch because it's mind 
mind-boggling. <laughs> it's mind-exploding. <laughs> so, to transition on the whole doping topic, and I know you said you wanted to go as far as you can with it, but I wanted to expand on that a little bit, of where do you see yourself going in skating? What do you see your progression? Well... This year's Canada Winter Games year, mm -hmm. and I don't want to say anything's, like, set in stone, mm -hmm. because... It's not. Who knows? Maybe I break my back for the seventh time in, like, six months, <laughs> and I can't skate, and then I wouldn't be able to go, but, like, it's, like, Canada Winter Games, mm -hmm. then hopefully make... I would really like to make a junior world team, mm -hmm. but that might not happen in grade 12. That might be first year university. Who knows? Yeah, you have a you have a range for I for have, junior. I have four years. Yeah. So and then after that, I guess just skate at the opal, have fun, go to like two classes a week. <laughs> get that education because you can't really do anything without it. I mean, I can stay a cashier, but <laughs> that's not very fun. Yeah, just like peeping that independent grocer, cashier job. Yes. <laughs> but do you do you see yourself? Make, like, progressing to the level of making a national team or, you know, even even farther of of trying to make a, an Olympic team? Or do you just see yourself, after Junior Worlds, you feel that you've accomplished everything you can in skating? Or do you want to go further than that? I would like to go as far as I possibly can in the sport. Mm -hmm. Whether that is Canada Winter Games mm -hmm. or the Olympics or right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never actually, we'll know. When the time has come. Mm -hmm, for sure. But I don't think that time is anytime soon. <laughs> so, until then, we're just going to keep skating. Let's keep going. And being fun. Well, and, be fun. <laughs> and having fun. Uh, take that, I'm having take that to the bank, mubbles. everyone. <laughs> Trouth mobbles. <laughs> oh, it's going to have such good tidbits. <laughs> Including me saying tidbits. Oh, God. <laughs> he said... I'm not gonna say it. Uh, you think I said tidbits? That's what it sounded like. The first time. I was like, that's not the like, right ah, context. That's not the saying. No. What do you mean, not the right context? There's the word called tidbits. That is, can that can be used in a proper, a proper context? Hey, oh god! The, the, you know, you know how girls get shirts that say "itty bitty ting" or the tidbits. That's like the head honcho of the committee. Ooh, the titbits. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, Ooh. but I don't want to continue. Ooh, okay. <laughs> tears. Oh, God, this is... That was good. Uh, so, that, so, yeah, basically just seeing yourself progress as much as you can kind of thing. And not not setting insane expectations. It's just keep on going until it's not enjoyable anymore. And whenever that is, then it's then or it's I done. Or I need a hip replacement. <laughs> <laughs> until you need a knee or a hip replacement, that's probably gonna be before you actually like get this, done. Oh my god, I said that one more time. You've probably heard this story, but like I was skating there by myself over Christmas break, and this lady goes, "Why don't you go right?" I was like, "Cause like traditionally, that's not how the sport works." And she's like, "You know, you'd really benefit." Your body wouldn't be in as much, like, pain, and you wouldn't be as disproportioned. I was like, honey, I've been disproportioned since day one. This is, like, you can't... It's too you, late! You can't fix this. There's no like, turning back. Oh, well, I mean, from, a, like, a physio's point of view, I was like, 
I didn't ask the physio point of view. So I never even asked you. <laughs> How old was she? Like, maybe in your 50s. <laughs> Just casual old lady being like, you know, I think you're doing your sport wrong. <laughs> well... Oh, did you see the 500 the one way, 500 the opposite way? Yeah, be like, Jane, be good. <laughs> be exceptional one way, but be even greater. Even greater than exceptional. What would that be? Fantastical. Fantastical. <laughs> the other way. Fantastical. That's another thing. You just gotta, be, gotta reach the optimal levels of fantastical in everything you do. Yes. I'd say perfection would be an, um, another step up from good. Um, <laughs> you're not good. You're perfectional. <laughs> so what, what do you want to do in this job? I want to be perfectional. <laughs> Use that in your next guy, your guys' next job interview. So what's, what's your goals in life? Perfectional. I just want to be perfectional in everything I do. You probably won't get hired because you sound like an egotistical dickhead when you say, I want to be perfectional. Perfectional. I strive for perfection. Ugh. But then... Another question, what's, you know, everyone's reaction when you tell them that you speed skate? Because I know there's there's a whole variety of reactions where it's like, that's dumb. You're wearing a skin-tight suit. and Yeah, but man, do I look good. <laughs> <laughs> Booty be popping. And then there's a whole range, like, Allie, who was my guest on my la- the last episode, who was super, super intrigued in skating and really enjoys it and wanted to look at the suits to see what makes the suits and wanted to look at the skates because and she's super into sports and stuff like that so there's a huge range of people and their reactions when you tell them that you speed skate so what are some of you, the best reactions that you've gotten or what are what is the general I'll just reaction give, like the range so like for the people that have no idea what they're doing the the reactions usually like oh what is that like what is what do you do like how does it work or the oh my god my second cousin who's like twice removed skated that's so cool do you know them Probably not. Yeah, it's like, no. cool how long did they skate ago? And they're like, 20 years ago they, they finished skating. You're like, yeah, you're right, Carol. I know him. <laughs> but then it's also like, cool, because there's some people that are like, oh, when, like, the people who don't know anything are like, oh, that's cool. Like, I want to yeah. know more. Like, yeah, I those, think that's those, cool. That's awesome. But then yeah. there's the people who are like, oh, I kind of know, so you don't need to tell me anymore. Yeah. But it's like, you actually don't. You just know really that we know. go around in what you say, circles, which is actually an oval. So the Square with the sides rounded. <laughs> Isn't really? that what an oval is? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> and we are moving on. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Scene. <laughs> um, yeah, like, there's a huge variety of reactions that I've had. And like you said, those those people that know a little bit or know pretty much nothing about it but are super, super intrigued about it, those people are awesome to, to talk to because I know for me, I'm super passionate about skating. I love it. It's my favorite thing to do. And when I'm not skating, I feel antsy. <laughs> and, like, it's like, I need to be on skates. I need to be on ice. That's where I feel comfortable. That's where if I'm having a shitty day, you go skate and you just forget it. Like you said earlier, it's it's your escape. So that that's awesome that when people want to, they can talk. Little side note, we leave for Calgary in, like, three weeks. And I'm we literally so excited. Hold on. Let's look yeah, at Let's calendar. check when we go to the train let's at the Oval with Stage 2 for a week. Because we can do that. I saw the schedule and I was like, my mom's like, you got to go to all the options. Yeah, I'm doing that too. Because she's like, especially the one on Tuesday. Because if you go to work out on Tuesday afternoon, you're going to look like a dead deer on skates. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. I'm like, yeah, just like for the morning, if we just take it easy too, then it'll be it'll be comfortable and nice just to get used to the, those, those skates again. Because we haven't skated since March, but we haven't skated long track since January. We leave in 18 days. Yeet! That's two weeks and a half, a little bit over a half. <laughs> 
two weeks and a little four bit more. days. That probably would have been easier to say. Probably. <laughs> so yeah, we haven't skated since March, but we haven't skated Skate long, long track since, since, Jan- Quebec. since January. So we should probably go to that early morning session so that we can actually get off some of the rust and get the body actually used to that and then stretch a shit ton after because you'll be dead. But yeah, like that's that's awesome. I'm excited mm-hmm. for that now. I'm like, I looked at the, uh, I have like a countdown app for uh, Brand moving back to Saskatoon, and it's like, <laughs> I looked at it and I was like, there's a month and a half left of summer. <laughs> I was like, what happened? I know. And I'm like freaking out. I'm like, this is not okay. Um, I feel like I haven't done anything this summer. Yeah, I haven't even gone to any parties yet. <laughs> I went to one. Oh, look at that. And that was June like 27th. Well, okay, technically, I did That's go to Bear Ass, which was, like, the first, the day after finals were done. So, yeah, okay, technically, I've gone to one. Technically. Technically, another air quotations. Can't see it, but Can't it's see there. Can't see it, but they're there. That's gonna be a quote that I'm gonna use for the rest of the episodes. Can't see it, but it's happening. Because it's not, it's not like, like, a vlog or, like, a YouTube, or a YouTube video, video where you can, yeah, like, yeah. actually see what's going on. Like, you this just is listen, just us. You just listen to us. This is us talking. Yeah. And probably being annoyed with our voices, but, you know. You can keep listening if you it's want. It's good content. Once you get over the voices, just listen for content. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, because I know like the whole speed skating is super, super not popular with lots of people. So the, the reactions, it's yeah. varied, and there's a whole shitload of them. And I know some of them are like, oh, we see you in the Olympics. And you're like, well, I hope so. That's like my but like- I can't really get, tell you that. It's like, are we going to see you in the Olympics? You're like, what are you expecting? Like, a definite yes? Like, yeah, you know, it's just like a sign-up sheet to go, so I already put my name in. I should be going there for in 2022. Or throw in the hat. <laughs> or, like, yeah. people are like, oh, if you do go to the Olympics, can I come? I'm like, You're, you you can come, but it's I'm like, not paying for it, because I'll barely like, be able to get there myself. Yeah, okay. So, I barely know <laughs> you. Get a whole section of sand. This is my entourage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, I know people that ask for tickets, and you're like, okay, the only people that are getting tickets are my family members, and the only ones I'm buying for are my immediately, or my immediate family. Everyone else, I love you so much, but I'm, not even I'm buying, gonna be broke. I'm not buying my parents' tickets. If they really want to come, they can buy them though. Oh, uh, rest in peace. That's like, that's like, I was like, mom, what, would you come to watch me if I ever made, like, Junior Worlds or the national team or whatever? And she's like... It depends if I can pay for you to get there first, and then we'll decide. I was like, "How about we get you there first, and, <laughs> and then, 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 then we'll go from there." We'll just Facetime your coach, and he can show, or he or she can show us what's going on. Just make sure on. there's like, a live video. Because if I go all the way to Finland, yeah, or wherever, or if they were in Salt, they might be in Salt Lake City or Helsinki. That's where they've been for the past two years. I know. So I don't think they'd be there. I looked online, but they. Those are, and one other place. Do they bid for them? bid. Our Oval will soon be able to hold international meets, so we could host a Junior Worlds, and that'd be freaking amazing. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, for sure, that'd be... <laughs> what if we hosted an Olympics? <laughs> yeah, Sask- Good one. Saskatoon's never getting an Olympics. We barely get... We... we barely get Sask games. Yeah, we got... We don't even get Sask games. I've never been to a Sask games. Really? Never. I went to one, it wasn't that all. It wasn't that awesome. It was like, and for skating, it wasn't really anything because it was just like a it's normal just meet. A, like a normal meet, yeah. It's a normal meet. Um, but yeah, like people are always like, "Oh, I have no doubt in my mind that we'll see you at the Olympics." And I'm like, "Who are you? So, like, I don't know you. You just commented like, on Facebook." Working in the same building as your mom, three floors down. And thanks, Jim. <laughs> 
Thanks so much. Tell Pam and the kids I love her. <laughs> Your name's from the elephant. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you said Jim. I'm like, I gotta make an office joke. Um, and I caught on. Yeah, which is even even better. That's that's the worst when you make it make a joke, a joke like that, and they're like, understands. Oh yeah, Pam, right? Yeah. And you're like, did did you not see what I did there? Um, I saw it though. We're good. <laughs> Okay, there we go. But yeah, there's the random people that comment on Facebook stuff about the whole Olympic thing, and, oh, I have no doubt that you'll do this and that, and you're like, I have no idea who you are. Leave me alone. So that, that kind of wraps up my questions. Do you have any questions for me? I'm sure many of your listeners also know you play football. Yeah. So if you had to choose one, and this was like life or death, life or death? situation, which one would you pick? Skating or football? That's a tough one, but I'd probably go with skating um, for many reasons. I love football, and it's an awesome sport. And I, I mentioned a couple of reasons, I think, in the last one. I might have cut all that shit out. <laughs> but to give it a listen. Well, yeah, give, give it a listen. That, that, that's another reason to go listen to the first one. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I really... I love both of them, but I, I choose skating just because I love it that much more. I've invested so much of my time into it. I have a future in skating. I could potentially have a future in football, but I, I know I have a better future in skating. There's also football is dangerous, and it's, you know, you see lots of ex-football players that have awful brain... <laughs> They're just broken. They're destroyed, and, you know, with the whole, um, you know, what is it called? Um, Concussion, sport injury, yeah, brokenness. All that stuff, and then with CTE, too, and just seeing the negative effects on your on the brain with football is kind of a deterrent, and by kind of, I mean a pretty big one, because I like my brain, I can't really get another one. <laughs> um, it'd be different if I could just stop by Walmart and be like, yo, guys, I need to... S- brain that would fit my head and I'm like okay here you go but you know you gotta think (laughs) yeah Amazon get on that shit (laughs) hey you missed it you could've got one on Amazon Prime Day ah damn so yeah like that's a big deterrent because in the long run yes with skating you're not gonna have knees or hips but I'd rather those are you don't need those they they have wheelchairs and you can still think acorn stair lifts exactly I need um, one of those already, though. <laughs> we, might, we might need a really powerful one when we're done. Um, but yeah, whereas, like, with football, your brain kind of stops. But I, I love playing football. It's an awesome sport. It's a fun sport. It's uh, totally different with the whole team aspect of things. Um, but yeah, in, in the grand scheme of things, scheme of things I, I choose skating over football just because I've invested so much time into it and my the majority of my goals in my life are speed skating related. So yeah, to answer your question, simply, I would choose skating. <laughs> that is very long. So is there anything that you th- would tell someone that doesn't really know anything about skating? You wear re- sometimes good, sometimes ugly spandex suits. We turn left. We sometimes make a shh sound when in short track. When you pivot. We also make a sound when you hit the boards in short track <laughs> <laughs> and then you also get a clap sound in long track oh, it's also really cold yep but it's in saskatchewan good. in an outdoor oval it's fucking freezing but if you're at all curious just peep up youtube or watch it or come or come, come by to the club yeah even though we don't i would say come to like a clubhouse but like we don't really have one of those yeah just come if you guys want to if you're in saskatoon and you're interested in speed skating or you want to see more of it in the month of September, stop by ACT, ACT on yeah. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Yeah. 
Or, and then Lions Arena. Yeah, Lions Arena. Mon- or the Clarence Downey Speed, Speed Skating Oval in the Gordie Howe Complex yeah, during the months of December to January, January, February, and a little bit into March. Yeah. So, really, if you guys are interested in speed skating you live in Saskatoon, come look at the club. Come check it out. We also have a website. We do have a website. And Sask Speed Skating website. I don't know what the website is, but just Google Saskatoon Lion Speed Skating on Google. You'll find it. You can find out information. And if you want to look at the Sasa page. There's also um, Facebook. There's Facebook, too. There's someone's mom listening to this. Yeah, someone's mom. So you can go look at that. If you want your kid to get into speed skating... Go check that out. Go watch. I know, and if you guys just want to look at, like, what international level skating looks like, there's a whole lot of videos on Instagram, and by Instagram, I mean YouTube. So go look on YouTube, and you can just search up Long Track Speed Skating, Short Track Speed Skating World Cup 2018 or 2017, and you can find videos. You can watch them. It's really interesting. As much as this sounds like a promo, it is totally not a promo either. Just do whatever you want. Yeah, you could not. We don't check, really care. You could not check out the sport. You could continue <laughs> you to be like, what the hell is speed skating? <laughs> Other than that. Yeah, you could check it out. We'd love to have new club members. If you're, if you, you know, were thinking about joining, come stop by. We'd love having new people to come in. Um, we got a new person, Emmy. She started skating two years ago or one year ago. Two years ago, I think. Yeah, and she's in grade ten now. Yep. Yeah, so she started skating in grade eight. Um, she's older than Josh. Did you know that? Wow. I know. So yeah, and like she started skating and there's really no age entry that you need to be. There's no minimum or yeah. maximum require. Actually, there I think there is a maximum requirement. If you can't tie your skates any longer. Yeah, if you can't probably. bend over or tie your skates or walk. <laughs> um <laughs> but I mean, I can barely bend over with my hamstrings the way they are right now. <laughs> so, yeah, and I mean if you wanted to come check it out, for sure, come check it out. If not, I mean, really, whatever floats your boat in the mean scheme of things. But, yeah, that's that's everything for this episode. I'm glad you guys listened. Hopefully you enjoyed that content. Again, thank you, Annika, for coming on and talking with me about this. Rob. Talking about our sport and what we love about our sport. Um, so, yeah, thank you again. And whether you're you guys listening are driving at the gym or whatever you're doing listening to this podcast, hopefully you have a good rest of your day or night, wherever it is. Um, and, yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Take care. Bye.